Hello, hello, everybody. I'm your host, the Wiz of Ecom, and welcome to the Symposium Podcast, where every week we bring the highest quality professionals in the industry to discuss topics around mental frameworks, high income skills, and business. This is a no nonsense, action oriented interview that will be an asset for you on your journey of building and scaling to $10,000 a month and beyond. And now, welcome to the Symposium. Today, we have a very special guest, someone who I've been itching to bring on, someone who is going to teach you all something that I guarantee you that 99% of you will not know, and it is how to dominate YouTube organic for your personal brand. We have a special guest today, the expert of YouTube himself, Mr. Level Up Tristan. What's going on, brother? Hey, how's it going, Wiz? Thanks for having me, bro. Super excited to dive into this and kind of share And maybe give people listening like a push to start their personal brands on YouTube. You know what I mean? So super excited to dive into this. Glorious, man. So I got nine powerful questions about YouTube, going viral on YouTube, creating scripts, description processes, the algorithm, SEO, and so much more. We're going to dive into them. Before we start, though, I just want to give Tristan a huge applause and thank you for helping me absolutely crush YouTube. I get thousands of views on a per video because of him, even though I just started fresh as well, too. So he is the absolute GOAT. But with that being said, Tristan, let's go ahead and jump into question number one. Um, And it's a little bit broader, but why is everyone so obsessed with YouTube all of a sudden for personal branding? Yeah, so I think people have been obsessed with it for a while. But in this space, it's definitely starting to pick up a lot, right? People are realizing the opportunity. And I think it's because YouTube is honestly one of the most powerful platforms on social media there is. And why is that? Is because you're able to create a connection with your audience unlike any other platform, right? When you're tweeting, when you're posting tweets, you know, you could hide behind like a facade, you could craft your tweets a certain way. And same thing on Instagram, you could post pictures of your lifestyle, you could post pictures and kind of craft it the way you want it. But when you're uploading a YouTube video, there's no hiding, right? It exposes the real you, it exposes the actual value that you have to share, um, your expertise and you know, your story and people could form an emotional connection with you that lasts a lifetime, right? As opposed to Instagram or YouTube or Twitter. And like I said, if you actually have value to share, if you're an expert, um, people will recognize this and pick up on this fast and it creates that connection better than any other platform. So that's why, it's, in my opinion, the most important platform, if you want to build a personal brand, you know, get leads for your business or simply just build an audience that's going to be with you for life, you know? So that's my take on that. Okay, so personal connections are powerful, but what type of videos are we supposed to be posting on YouTube? Because I know a lot of people suggest informational topics like six ways to make money online, but other people are talking about, hey, you should be making personalized style content like how I made $10,000 in the past 30 days with this one strategy. Do you recommend informational topics that people create uh, content on or should it be more personalized? Should it be a mix of both? both? Like what does that perfect content strategy look like for YouTube? So I'm going to preface this with saying, first of all, before you even think about what kind of content you want to make, you have to identify your goal with YouTube, right? You have to identify what is your end, like what's what's your end result? Like, what do you want to happen? Do you want to simply create a YouTube channel that generates leads for your agency or your business? Or do you want to build an audience? And instead of worrying about upfront money, like upfront deals closing and stuff like that, do you want to build an audience that lasts for forever, five, 10 years down the road? which will obviously result in money. It'll obviously result in you getting things. But first you have to identify what is what is your end goal? What is your goal? Um, 
And depending on your answer there, it's going to be a mix of both. I think either way you go, it's going to be a mix of educational style videos. It's going to be a mix of telling your story and your experience. I was just watching Alex Ramosi video about this and he was recommending, you know, along his journey, he says, people don't want to, people don't want to listen to people who tell them what to do. They want to listen to people who have done something and share their experience on how they did it because it's more relatable. It's like, it's more organic and genuine and uh, it's real lessons that th that person actually went through. So it's definitely a mix of both. I think if you have an expertise in a certain area, you need to share how you did it, how you do it and the strategies that work for you because it's real, right? You're actually doing it. It's actually working for you. So I think you need, you need to definitely focus on sharing what's working for you um, educational style content, but also mixing in that personal, that personal touch, right? Because that, I know you're really big on sharing value and obviously that's the most important thing at the end of the day, but creating that personal connection with your audience, telling your story, um, telling people how you went from point A to point B, that like makes a connection that makes it so that these people watching know that they could do it too, if you did it right. And then they go and take action on all the value videos. So it's definitely a mix of both, um, and finding what works best for you as well. Yeah, I totally agree because on the last podcast, we were talking about market sophistication and it's also applicable over here on YouTube. Audiences are getting smarter. They want to demand higher quality value. Um, but in order to do so, you can't just be talking about six ways to do X, Y, Z. You got to infuse a story on how you implemented that strategy, exactly. what the outcome was. And based off that outcome, here's the value on what you can copy and paste. People are very egotistical and people are starting to ignore just basic value. Uh, markets are sophisticating. It's very important to provide story-based value. Interesting. So since we're on the topic of our, our goals and we know the goals of YouTube now, how do you actually come up with video topics for personal brands? Again, it depends if you want to build an audience. If you're just trying to build leads, I'll focus this, for, for, I'll focus this question on like people who want to get leads and, and inbound stuff if they have like a, an agency or any type of business, right? So basically it comes back to very similar to what you do with Twitter, right? You always say you want to be answering your, your perfect prospects questions in your tweets and your content strategy. It's the same thing with YouTube. You want to like write down a list of all their frequently asked questions of all their concerns of all the things that you would genuinely help them with if they were to buy from you. Right. And you want to make videos about that. And again, like all these gurus say like give, 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 and then you'll receive. So people are kind of afraid to share like the actual sauce, like the real value, you know, but that's, what's going to make you stand out. And it's going to what it's, it's going to make people trust you. And like people have this like scarcity mindset where they think that if they just give, 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 I mean, why would people buy from you if you're just giving away all the sauce? Right. But it's not even, it's like, okay, even if they do apply the things that you're teaching them and they go get, do the results by themselves, there's going to be a point where they want to like get to the next level. And that's when they come to you. You know, and they obviously have proof that it works because they did it themselves. So they're ready to buy right away. So, um, yeah, I would I would do that. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there. If you could remind me of the question real quick. Yeah, it, it's, it's about the topics, right? So video right. topics, right? But yeah, continue. Yeah. So like answering your, your prospects pain points, their questions and just sharing your value about how you would help them go from point A to point B. And it's it's literally just that take a piece of paper, write down your, your ideal viewer. Like think of that in mind too. That's really important. Like who's actually watching your video and write down their frequently asked questions, their pain points, the problems that you could solve if they were to work with you and craft your videos around that. And again, tying it in, tying in like emotional pain points into there because that's really what makes that connection. Yeah, definitely. So 
the, that's the way that you're coming up with video topics. And I've been noticing the same thing right now with Twitter. It's really all about showcasing the roadmap that it takes to reach an end goal and how do they reach that roadmap you provide that within the video and then at the end of it you can have a call to action to get people to pay you for the sauce for each step of the actual roadmap so you're defining dozens of different roadmaps that you can actually provide value on and that's what the informational style story-based videos are going to be and you infuse storytelling within it as well too that sounds amazing man so how do you create scripts now for personal brands what's your script creation process what should people keep in mind when they're creating their own youtube scripts so the important thing here is you don't necessarily need to script everything word for word the important thing is that you have an outline that you know what you're going to be talking about the main thing so that you could flow through the video without getting stuck without getting sidetracked um, for the scripts i will say main things you want to focus on are the intros the hooks you know the first 10 to 15 30 seconds of the video you basically want to hook them in with some type of you know you want to tease the outcome they're going to get if they stick through and watch the entire video with that hook all right from then once you get into the content part you could kind of just do whatever works for you if you're writing your own scripts you could write word for word if it helps because you know you know your own voice you know how you talk so it'll work better if not you could also a lot of people just write outlines right so they have their bullet points of the main topics they want to talk about and then they kind of just flow and speak naturally because sometimes you know if scripts are like fully worded out it's it's hard to speak naturally you sound like you're reading so a lot of you know a lot of times writing bullet points of the main things you want to talk about and kind of just letting yourself flow from there is, is the best thing and then obviously the outro is important and kind of yeah just having something to follow just having like a video outline to follow and making sure that that's like clear as what you're going to talk about so you're not getting sidetracked so it doesn't go on for 30 minutes you know it's it's sometimes very overwhelming for people who are new on youtube um, to record videos and this definitely helps is creating a video outline making sure your hook and your intro is solid and then just creating bullet points for the content and that'll pretty much take you through the entire video and do you have an sop or a checklist of things you keep in mind when you're creating a hook the body and the actual call to action for or like yeah the cta at the end of the video what do you keep in mind when you're actually scripting or editing the videos for the those three elements of the hook the body and the cta Right. So like I said, for the hook, it's really you just want to display like the end result that they're going to get from watching the video, because when people click, they want to know exactly what they're going to get. And if they're going to stick through the entire video, like they need to know there's something in it for them. Right. So you need to kind of a lot of it is copywriting. A lot of it is just like psychology is just tapping into their emotions and figuring out what again, this goes back to the topics thing. It's like tapping into their pain points and like what problem are you solving and address that right away with the hook. That's that's yeah. what I do. It, it seems like it's a lot about seeds of curiosity throughout the, the video, right? At the beginning, you mm -hmm. showed the big claim of what they're going to expect and then the how, but now you're building some curiosity. Then you explain another point and you leave them with another curiosity point and you explain the next. So you're always, yeah. before you jump into the next point, you're always re- uh, assuring them that they're going to get another piece of huge value without having to wait 10, 15 more minutes. There's always something new every minute or two minutes. Exactly. And letting it flow naturally. And also for the CTAs, right? You don't want to just like input them randomly and kind of make and like just put it anywhere, right? You want to have it infused with the things you're talking about. So if you're explaining a concept and you're not going to go on for an hour explaining that specific concept, then that's when you plug in the CTA. If you want to learn more about this specific thing, you could either book a call with me, whatever your CTA is, right? So infusing that organically with like the viewer journey, with the content that you're, but with the, like the, the journey of the video, I think that's, 
that that'll help a lot instead of just kind of plugging it in randomly. Okay, and then when it comes to actually editing the video, how do you edit it? Do you recommend people do everything and explain the the what the, the roadmap in bullet point forms? And then should each of the bullet points usually be on average like one, two minutes long? Um, is there any points or value that you have around how to edit the video and make sure it's as captivating as possible? Yeah, so every, like, yeah, every, there's like usually three to four sections or bullet points that you're going to be talking per video, talking about per video. And each section should be, um, you know, edited in that way. So it's like, instead of kind of just like having like a rambling video, like you want to have every part, every bullet point, the intro to the first point, to the second point, third point, all have like different kind of vibes, different elements, and that, that carries the viewer through it, right? And again, this is where like storytelling comes in and stuff like that. So you could use things like different background music, you could use you know, different effects, different uh, text transitions and stuff like that to kind of take the viewer along that journey. And I think definitely kind of surrounding that with like the bullet points and each section you're talking about is taking them through each section effortlessly without them getting bored. If it's the same thing for 10 minutes, like people could get bored. Um, so I think definitely infusing that with uh, the editing definitely helps. This episode is brought to you by The Utopia. The Utopia is a community of 4,500 active entrepreneurs that share insights around starting and scaling your own business to reach $10,000 a month and beyond. Whether you have been running your business for years or are dreaming of starting one, our community of like-minded individuals will take your business to the next level. For more information, check out the link in the notes or visit theutopia.io. And now, back to the show. Wicked. And I, I know in the SEO space, a lot of guys have recommendations on um, like videos that you need to or, or articles that you need to have for your e-commerce site to make sure that you're ranking and you outrank your competitors. Are there any video topics that you recommend that every personal brand and say the make money online space or the fitness stage or coaching space should have like video topics like how I like my story or how I reached my first X thousand dollars or how I did ABC? Do you have video topics um that you recommend that everyone should create a video on yeah especially if you have built something right if you have a business or you've achieved a certain result that people are watching you for right if you want to be an expert in your space like you need to have that result and i think usually what i do with my clients is one of the first videos we make is like a story type video how i went from point a to point b and that usually does really well it hooks in a very wide audience and again it creates that connection and it shows people that they could do the same thing and from then on, we usually go on to things like, all right, how I, like after the story video, we usually make videos, how I built this or how I got the result that they're watching for. If it's a fitness person, how I got this crazy physique, or if it's like a, a SaaS person, like how I built this company to one mil. And then they, and then from then you kind of break down specific strategies within that, like, like, like scaling strategies, client acquisition, um, just specific strategies within that. And then you kind of take it from there and. And those are like, that's the main kind of framework I follow and it tends to work with almost everybody. And you see this on YouTube all the time, people blowing up with that kind of framework. So that, that's basically what I do. Okay, beautiful. And how impactful and important is your setup, your background, your lighting, et cetera, when you're actually recording a video? Does it actually increase engagement and views and watch time? How important do you think that is for a beginner or, or for someone who already has some cash? Is it something that we need to invest in immediately? What are your recommendations here? Mm -hmm. so obviously it's important it's not going to be your make or break 
if you're a beginner, I mean, you don't necessarily have to invest in it right away. But again, it goes back to what are your intentions? What are your goals? Are you actually trying to take this thing seriously? Are you actually trying to build the YouTube channel successfully and actually use this as like an actual traffic source for leads and stuff? Or are you just kind of doing this for fun? Or are you just kind of uploading here and there? If it's like the latter, then yeah, it's not it's not the end of the world. At the end of the day, the make or break is you. It's It's your value. It's your expertise. But if you want to take it seriously, if you actually want to do this for real, and you want people to take you seriously, then yeah, I think it definitely is important investing in a setup, investing in lighting, in a mic, in production, right? Because like like I said, it's not going to make or break anything, but it is going to take you to the next level. It is going to multiply your results. So I definitely do think it is important, yeah. Do you have any uh, equipment recommendations, like specific cameras or specific microphones that you see are the best or even lighting that you recommend as well too? Um, you could use anything from... your iPhone qualities, if you have a newer iPhone, those work really well. There's certain cameras, like certain Sony cameras. Um, I don't know specific names, but there are cameras you can invest in or just like a 4K webcam. If you have any of those three, you're pretty much good. Yeah, it seems like a lot of my friends right now are using the Sony, I believe it's the Z7EI or the, uh, the another one's a Sony A7X. Those are two cameras that a lot of the guys in the space are currently using right now. So you guys can take note on those and check those two out as well. Yeah, you could check those out. There's like a like top five cameras that most YouTubers or most people use. If you guys just want to Google that, it's pretty much the same list. Um, I mean, it's, it's there's nothing, it's not like anything specific that's gonna, like I said, make or break this. You know, as long as you have quality that's not like, horrible and people enjoy it like an iphone would be good or one of those cameras would work really well as far as mics you know blue yeti blue snowballs those do well or having like a lavalier mic that you tie to your shirt or whatever those do really well um again anything that's just like super crisp and, and clean i wouldn't really overthink specifics Perfect. Perfect. And what about some tools that you leverage for YouTube? I know there's tools for SEO, there's tools for um, video topics, tools for views. Are there any tools that you use on a consistent basis right now? Mm -hmm. So main tools that pretty much everybody talks about and that I use, um, I'm going to have a little hot take on this actually. Um, first, let's say the tools, which are vidIQ, TubeBuddy. Um, and honestly, just scrolling on YouTube is one of the best market research techniques out there but honestly a lot of people on twitter a lot of people kind of talk about uh, vidIQ and looking up keywords and ranking for that for that kind of stuff and i'm just going to say like bro vidIQ is not going to save you um if you want to actually make good content and, and you have to kind of it's a lot about psychology and understanding your audience and creating videos that they actually want to see like if you were in their position if you were a beginner if you were trying to get this value you were trying to make something happen like would you watch this video um, that's like a great test to do. And again, like I said, using market, uh, using YouTube, scrolling the YouTube homepage and explore page and using that as your market research, I think is much more powerful than things like vidIQ or TubeBuddy. Like, yeah, they'll help you a bit if you're an absolute beginner. But again, it just goes back to actually like doing the work and, and knowing the, your audience and, and kind of taking it from there. Okay, interesting, interesting. Since we're on the topic of, of SEO as well, can we talk a little bit about what YouTube SEO is? How can we actually rank on YouTube? Do you have any recommendations over there? Mm -hmm. So yeah, YouTube SEO is it's definitely powerful, especially if you're just beginning, if you just want to start getting those initial views and stuff and start getting your videos out there. For example, what is YouTube SEO? So if you type in how to cold email, You'll see like there's a bunch of videos that pop up and that's basically what ranking for youtube seo is you want to be on the, those first pages 
Now, there's like a lot of talk about how to actually rank, right? How to actually do this. And people talk about tags. And again, this is where like vidIQ comes in. People say you have to like do your market research and keyword research on vidIQ and stuff. But the way that those videos actually rank is they, just by getting views, like just by having good content, making good videos, just putting your keyword in your tag section isn't going to rank you, right? If you have good content, if people genuinely like the video, if it's getting views, it's getting traction, then it's going to rank naturally. So again, it comes back to just making good content that your audience actually wants to see and providing real value. And again, like like you said, 99% of people are just sharing the same exact value. What's going to make you stand out is sharing value that other people aren't sharing and giving more. And that's what's going to make your video blow up. And that's what's going to make you rank. So if you do want to learn about SEO, you can go on vidIQ, TubeBuddy, stuff like that. But again, at the end of the day, it just comes back to making good content, man. Yeah, here's something that I've noticed with YouTube SEO as well, too, is if whatever the keyword is, I put that in my title, I, I use the tags, I put in the description, and then I have a few of my friends comment that specific keyword in a sentence on my comment section, and it's been working well. Like if you search up high income skills on YouTube, we have like 30 something thousand views on that video, and it's like ranked number three or four for that specific keyword. And all of my videos that are ranked on YouTube now, they're kind of like little soldiers in an army. If each of those videos are getting 3000 views a month, and if I have 100 videos, I'm making not only just the views over there, but that's all organic growth for me because it's evergreen content, right? So it, in my opinion, it is very important to study YouTube SEO. Has produced the highest quality content, but if you can gather as much um, of the assets as possible that will help you rank, I would collectively put them all together and and um, execute on them. I will ex execute on the on the SEO stuff. I'll execute on the top highest quality uh, videos. I'll make sure the videos are captivating. I'll make sure there's a hype campaign towards my other audiences. I want to make sure that we are leveraging every asset that I have in my ecosystem. Um, to make sure that my videos pop off. And I think that's what everyone should be doing as well too. So YouTube SEO, there is power to it. Okay, next question is, is about the YouTube algorithm. Do you know a little bit about the algorithm, what you see is working and what isn't? And can you explain the algorithm a little bit to us? So I'm kind of like gonna have a few hot takes here that a lot of people might not agree with, but like, so everybody talks about the algorithm, watch time and click-through rates. Um, and they kind of focus on those specific metrics, but they don't realize that what makes those metrics happen again is just creating good videos. So that's really how you get into the algorithm. I mean, again, YouTube SEO is super important and that's one way you could get views without necessarily getting into the algorithm. But if you notice all the biggest videos that go from zero to 500K views, a million views, they all, they all do that because they get pushed by the algorithm from in the like for you page on the explore page in the recommended tab. And the way people do that is again you have to understand your audience and your niche and you have to make good content that competes well with the people that are making the biggest videos in that niche so a lot of what gets recommended to people is for example let's say i'm watching sebastian georgie right um, a lot of his content that type of viewer watches a specific type of content online business content stuff like that so if you're making videos that are high quality extremely high quality that those same viewers would watch and then, you know, YouTube recommends it to them and they click on it and they actually watch it the entire thing. And YouTube sees that they're genuinely enjoying the content and they're not clicking off. They're not whatever, you know what I mean? Then they're going to keep pushing that video and they're going to keep pushing that video until people stop being interested. So your goal is to just be able to compete with those people, right? Be able to make videos and think about like the type of viewer that would watch your video and kind of 
see where the demand is in, in like the market on YouTube and um, kind of make videos based on that. And if it's good and people are genuinely liking it, YouTube just going to keep pushing it. But as soon as people, it sees that people stop being interested in it, it's going to stop pushing it. So again, it comes back to making good content that people want to see. Yeah, Mr. Beast is constantly talking about that. He has spent tens of th hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars on videos and completely scratched them as well too. Um, if if the content isn't perfect and exceptional content, and uh, this is a hot take as well too. Everyone's like, just produce content for the sake of producing it. Me personally, I could never. I think the, the best thing you can do is produce the greatest, highest quality, perfect content that you can every single time, constantly improve it and, and watch how people flock towards you. I've seen people with YouTube channels getting 30, 40,000 views and beyond off their first two videos because they produce something exceptional the story is amazing p and then youtube just goes goes and suggests it to so many more people so our objective is to make sure that we are producing the highest quality content the last question that i have for you tristan is about youtube descriptions do you have any tips on what needs to be done within a youtube description to make it i don't know get more clicks for example so you want to kind of so descriptions it's pretty important it's not like again make or break but a, a big thing that i do is always include a link to your offer a cta in the first two lines of the description right because you have to like kind of click and expand the description to see everything so if you have like a link to like whatever your cta is in the first two lines of your description and you're genuinely sharing value and people enjoy the content they're going to click that link to learn more about what you offer. So always have that there. Always have it super visible, super in their face um, and do that. And also include things like keywords, right? You could copy and paste the tags into the description, like you said, for SEO to help rank better. Make sure you have whatever you're trying to rank for, whether it's like cold email or SaaS in the description so that YouTube picks up on that and it, it registers. That's important. Having a link to your socials uh, is important and timestamps is really important putting timestamps throughout the entire video so people could kind of skip to whatever parts they want. Because if you're posting a 10, 15, 20 minute video, there might only be a certain part of that video that they are actually interested in. So um, doing that, that also helps with SEO. And um, yeah, honestly, the biggest thing I would say is having that CTA super visible because that's, I've made a lot of money on my own YouTube channels. Kind of one, like the model that I had was promoting digital products and, and creating YouTube videos around it. And the only thing I would do is put the link to my product in the first two lines and I would make like tons of sales just from that if the content's actually good. So make sure that that's there and it's visible. And like I said, for the other stuff, SEO stuff, make sure you have your keywords there. Make sure you have timestamps, obviously where people could find you. And um, and yeah, that's that's what I would say for descriptions absolutely beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Tristan. Tristan, what's your what's your ad on Twitter? At Level Up Tristan, if you guys want to go ahead and DM me, go ahead, feel free. Yeah, guys, I've worked with Tristan. His work was absolutely exceptional. He did a phenomenal breakdown for everyone over here as well, too. So make sure to hit him up if you do want some YouTube organic growth in the space and build your personal brand on YouTube with some evergreen content. Otherwise, brother, I want to thank you so much for today's session. You walked through everything, answered all the FAQs, those hot nine high quality questions that are going to help people out. So I'm super grateful for you. If there's anything else that you want to add, go for it. Otherwise, we're good to go, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me on. I hope you guys got some value out of this. And uh, if you want to start your YouTube channel, bro, just start posting content. And again, let me just take this back to like what I was saying before, like make sure you have what is your goal with YouTube when, you, when you're starting, right? Do you want to build an audience? Do you want to 
generate leads who is your ideal viewer make sure you have that before you start making videos and it's going to go a long way if you just stay consistent it's not going to work right away you know you want to set your expectations and uh you'll only get better by doing so get started and uh, if you guys have any questions just let me know and thanks for having me Wiz. absolute legend thank you so much guys this was the symposium by utopia and we'll chat soon take it easy everyone Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found this conversation valuable, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. Focus on implementing the items discussed in today's episode because money loves speed. We will see you next week on the Symposium by Utopia.